What? All right, now I'm recording. Does it show that you're recording? Yep. Yeah, I got the the big flashing red light, and it's uh, timing. It's at like six, seven, eight. I think we are. All right, let me let me go into my closet now because <laughs> this mic was picking up a lot of stuff I could hear through my headphones. I had to turn off what's it called? Uh, oh, I had to turn off monitoring because it was like the speech jammer. It was like really short. Um, oh, I mean, yeah, it was like this a really short little delay. So I'm gonna go in here. All right. This is awesome. Uh, How does my microphone sound to you? It, it sounds good. It sounds like we're recording locally. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, what should this mini episode be about? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, how has how has your life been in the How long has it been since we've actually seen each other in person? Like 2 weeks? Uh yeah, because it was yeah, 2 weeks yesterday because it was before Grace and I left for the honeymoon. Mm-hmm. And oh my, we can we can do a mini episode about the honeymoon if you want to, because that was its own freaking adventures. Jesus. Well, let's hear a little bit about that. Well, uh, I'll start this off by saying I wasn't married for two weeks and I lost my wedding ring somewhere what? in Los Angeles. Yeah, it's gone. It's gone. I'm I'm currently wearing a uh, a ring that I got at Walmart. It is a silicone ring that I got a four pack for two dollars and eighty eight cents. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's insane. I left it on the nightstand of our hotel in uh, Burbank, just outside of L.A. And I, I we were driving to Palm Springs because we split our honeymoon into two halves. We did five days in L.A. and we did five, uh, four or five days in Palm Springs, right? Mm-hmm. And we're driving to Palm Springs. Uh, what? By, by the time this comes out, it was last Friday. And we're like a couple hours down the road. Uh, our, our two hour drive to Palm Springs turned into six hours because we hit a- Friday afternoon L.A. traffic. Uh. <laughs> and I, I just realized I looked at my finger. I'm like, oh, holy fuck. I left oh my, my ring in Los Angeles and Grace is sleeping at this moment. So I'm trying to think of like, OK, how am I going to tell her? What do I say? How do I bring it up? that we haven't been married for two weeks and I already lost my wedding ring. (laughs) And what did you, when did you tell her? Uh, Whenever she woke up, she's, and I was like, you're not going to like this. You're going to be so mad at me. And then I just showed her my finger and she's like, oh my God, are you fucking kidding? (laughs) (laughs) And so, I mean, is it just gone? Is a hotel like, we don't know what you're talking about. It's gone. Yeah. I, I called them and they're... They're like, well, we had housekeeping check and they didn't find anything. And that was, uh, mind you, like five minutes after I called them. So there's no way they checked. And then well, I, they, they checked and they were like, oh, no, there is a ring in my pocket. But I don't think that's your <laughs> ring. That's definitely what happened. Yeah, we, we did find one that looked exactly like your ring, but it just happened to already be at the pawn shop. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not <laughs> worth much. I paid like 150 bucks for it. Maybe. They don't care. No. They don't care. Um, I, I, that's why that's the number one reason. I'm sorry if you work in a hotel, but it's people like that giving you a bad name that I, I mean, I've had oh, prescription yeah. sunglasses stolen uh, from a hotel 
hotel before. And I'm like, there's no way your vision is exactly the same as mine. Uh, I remember going into a hotel once. We were staying at this very nice hotel in Richmond for my um, uh, uncle's wedding. And I walked in on the maid going through my mom's wallet. Seriously? Yes. Yeah. I was like oh, 12 or 13. I was like way too young to be put in that situation. And I was like, great. So I went up and told my mom and like, and at that same hotel in the garage, like someone's car was broken into. And this was like a, a nice hotel in a nice part of town. And I'm like, you know what? I, that's why I hide everything. Yeah. When I go to oh, a hotel. Dude, this hotel we were at was a four star hotel. I'm sure. Yeah. Gorgeous. Yeah. And the the staff there treated us like we were royalty and it, it stole my freaking wedding ring. Yeah. I'm yeah. assuming I'm not going to put them on blast because then that turns into a whole uh, a libel thing. Yeah, we can't <laughs> prove it. But I mean, yeah. what, what else could it be? You know? Yeah. But I will I will mention and uh, th- this is not a sponsor, but the company that I did get my wedding ring from uh, hitched. They I emailed them and I was like, hey, off chance, are you guys able to replace my ring? And they said, hey, we can offer you a promo code for 50 bucks off a new one. So hey. I, I ordered a new one and it cost me 100 bucks. There you go. And, and I'm thinking like, okay, if I can pay 100 bucks as like a lesson in my own stupidity, <laughs> that'll just be like my own personal penalty. I'm fine with that. So I, I've, I'll have a new ring in like three days, I think. Yeah. So it, nice. it's awesome, but I, I would definitely recommend trying uh, Hitched. It's like tryhitched.com, not a sponsor. Slash no hugging. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but, but so so for those next three days, Ted, you're single. You you can live the single <laughs> life, yeah. I mean, I've, got so. this, uh, I've got this fat rubber tire on my ring. <laughs> it, it's, uh, I, I wish you could see it like in person. It is, uh, it's something. It, it looks like an <laughs> inner tube. Put it on our Twitter. Put it on, uh, tweet it out today. All right, yeah. I I'll I think it's that. been a while since we've, te- we've tweeted any choice memes or literally anything from no hug at no hugging. So, <laughs> I mean, we, we were keeping up for a bit with uh, all of the like streaming rights. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, and everything. I don't know if we had any any dank memes about those though. I don't think uh, I did see the dank memes, but I don't think we saw any. Uh, I don't think we tweeted any. But uh-huh. I think I saw that Larry David and Jerry Seinfeld both made a hundred million on that deal. Yeah, I saw that. Jesus. Yeah. I know. Oh my god! Uh, is there is there anything else going on like in uh, in the uh, world of like streaming rights when it comes to Seinfeld? A- I don't any updates or anything. Well, I th- we didn't talk about the Viacom deal, right? Did we? Or or uh, no, I don't even know at this point. I think I tweeted that, but we never yeah. talked about it. What? Uh, it- it's leaving TBS and coming to Comedy Central. I'm guessing. I, yeah, yeah, that's got to be the case. I, I don't. I didn't see. Yeah. I didn't see either a actual channel, but yeah, the, the other thing that we tweeted out, I know, is that, let me see, yeah, Viacom is coming to, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't say, I, well, the new home at Viacom. Well, what, uh, what all does Viacom own? It's like uh, Nickelodeon, Comedy Central, VH1, MTV, uh, MTV Paramount Network. Ah, oh, hey, Paramount I, Network might be a good fit for it for some reason. I feel... I I I can definitely see it going to Comedy Central. Obviously. Yeah, yeah, that's think, the obvious choice. I think I would really like to see it go to Paramount Network because Paramount Network doesn't have many signatures yet. Like they launched it a year ago, and it was just it, it just is what Spike TV was. Yeah. Um. But I mean, they they had like a few uh, originals at launch. Like they had this uh, the series about Waco. They had the. Oh, yeah. 
the awful failed Heather's TV series. Did you hear all the? Uh, oh, I re- every time. Well, yeah, they they never premiered it because every time they were going to premiere it, there'd be another school shooting, and it was about school shooting. So they're like, well, we're not going to do it, and they were like, well, we're never going to show this because there's a friggin' shooting every single day. So it was bad. <laughs> oh, it was bad anyway when it finally came out. From from what I heard, I, yeah. I, I never got a chance to watch it, but like they had a ten episode run. And then they ended up only even showing eight of those episodes, all of which were heavily edited. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was. I mean, it was doomed from the start. I mean, they uh-huh. were they were trying to do something. I, know, I, uh, maybe they just weren't saying anything about that situation, and it was yeah. like played for comedy, and it, it we're not laughing about that anymore <laughs> or at all. You know, it's not like saying going postal. You know, like to to bring it back to Seinfeld, like yeah. that kind of became a gag in the '90s, and it's like. Well, we're not we're not laughing about we're not laughing about this. It's a, it's a problem. We are we're all acknowledging it's a problem. You know, yeah, it, it, you, you can't really play up for comedy. Well, yes, I'm gonna go shoot up the school. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, oh, they miss oh, they misread the room, kid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 that's assuming that's what it was. I don't. I really don't even know. It, I, I I can't imagine it's much different than that. Yeah. Uh, knowing but, knowing what the original Heather's you know satirical take on mm-hmm. high school murder was, I don't know. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> that, it probably was something like that. The other interesting news is that, and I guess this is like Hulu spin. Probably they're like, we don't care about losing Seinfeld because it's not even in our top ten streamed shows. I saw that. Oh my god! It's <laughs> also like in their top ten. Did you see that? Like Family Guy is number two or three. It's number three behind Bob's Burgers. Interestingly enough, yeah, uh, I was surprised I, to see Brooklyn Nine Nine at number one. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. I, I definitely thought something like Handmaid's Tale would be number one for how much I always hear about Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, it, it's in the top ten, but it was. Um, I, I don't have the list in front of me. That but, was uh, number four. Yeah, number four. Okay. One thing I was kind of disappointed by was Family Guy being so high and The Simpsons not even being in the top 10. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Do they have all seasons of The Simpsons on there? They don't. I didn't uh, think so. I thought they just had the most recent might season. Why. I, I yeah. think they only have uh, the current season. And, yeah. Uh, like the f- it's either they have all of the current season or only the five most recent episodes. I think it used to be five most recent, but I think they struck a new deal and it's all of the current season. Yeah, yeah. Has that premiered yet? Because I know they were doing um, Treehouse of Horror. I think they did. I think they did. Yeah, so I think that's all the Seinfeldian news that we had. Um, I'm I'm now living in a new city. That's why Ted and I are doing this remotely. Um, you might be able to tell. Uh, yes, please, please let us know if uh, if it sounds any different. I guess, or yeah. if, uh, if it doesn't sound like the no hugging, no learning that you're used to, because this is a new software that we are just playing around with for the first time today. We wanted to record a mini episode before we tried to do this with a a, a full length episode uh, recap. Mm-hmm. So uh, let us know at no hugging or no hugging, no learning show at gmail dot com. Uh, give us your feedback because we'd love to hear it. Yeah, but here's the thing about the next two episodes uh, that are full recaps that are starting with season five is that they were recorded in our original worldwide headquarters. Oh, uh, yeah, so- I didn't tell them. I, I was going to dupe them. <laughs> You're going to dupe them. Like, yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> Joke's on you, dummy. <laughs> um, Can't believe you thought we would record these outside of being in front of each other. <laughs> I um but I uh I'm living in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania now. I don't even know if we've actually said that, but I moved here finally. I you know, I moved mm-hmm. out of, like I was living in Erie with our son, not me and Ted's son, my my wife and I son. <laughs> and um and uh, Ted was like, "Let me see the kids." 
Uh, and, um, and then so now we're all the whole family's together here in Pittsburgh in a, uh, a house that is much smaller than we're used to. And I'm sitting in my closet doing this podcast. And how, how, uh, how small is it compared to where you guys were? We at? lost about 400 square feet. Oh, yeah. Man. And that and that is all basements. But we have an unfinished, dank Pittsburgh basement now, complete <laughs> with Pittsburgh potty. I don't know if anybody else has heard about this phenomenon, but all basements in Pittsburgh have a toilet in them that is just in like the middle of the floor. And what? it's not covered. Yeah. It, um, I don't know much about it. I think it was like from like a holdover from the, you know, big steel mill days where dudes would come home just covered in soot and ash and and molten oh, steel. Lord. And so rather than there's like a shower and a uh, and a toilet down there that they could use before dirtying up the whole house. And so we have both of those down there, but it's called a Pittsburgh potty. And every Pittsburgh every potty. house has one. Yeah, it's the it's just sitting. It just sits right next to our washer. And I flushed it when I first got here, and thankfully, it like the water wasn't on, so now it's just empty. Which I don't know if it's healthy for a toilet to do, but I didn't want to like breed anything in our Pittsburgh potty while we lived here. Yeah, so. uh, d- is your is your new basement prone to flooding? It, d- when it rains, there are certainly yeah, and it, and it's very helpful because the the last tenants didn't know that, and so there are uh-huh. nice like cardboard slash mildew spots where you can see the water where it comes in and trickles out. So oh, okay. I was able to avoid, and I got big steel shelves and stuff like okay. that and put them down. I, I, yeah. I was going to say like, make sure you don't put anything on the ground, like no. get, get shelves. And uh, the, the lowest you put it down is like the first shelf up, like at least like uh, eight to 12 inches off the ground. Yeah, that's what, and there are two dry rooms in the basement too that that do not have any leaks or anything like that that we've stored oh, most good. things okay. in. But yeah, yeah, so it's it's uh, pretty and and there was a bee problem when we got here. Did I tell you about the bee problem? You told me. You never yeah. talked about it on the show though. I don't think <laughs> there was. I, I was outside and and uh, I noticed a, a a flurry of activity, a hive of activity, if you will, of these of bees going in and out of a little crack underneath the windowsill outside of my son's room, our, our, uh, our two-year-old son, and I went upstairs and I, I put my ear up to the wall and like I, I reflexively jerked my head back because the buzzing was just that loud. And, <laughs> the, and then we called an exterminator and, he, and, uh, and you could see the wall like bowing out. I mean, there was, there was a bee city in there. It was absolutely crazy. Um, and he was like, well, yeah, it was like it's even soft right here. I mean, if a kid bumped into this, the wall caves in immediately and bees fill the whole house. So, Jeez. yeah. So I realize honeybees are, are disappearing at an alarming rate. I don't know what he puffed in there, but uh, I'm, I'm willing to just lose this, this whole hive, uh, you know, just to was it honeybees <laughs> was honey oh. or was it some, was it some other bee? I don't, I didn't ask. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't ask the bees or the exterminator. <laughs> yeah. No idea. Yeah, there's been there's been a flurry of other problems uh, in the house, but we're we're settling in. You know, it's like we've That's gotten good. used to like gotten small city life. You know, I mean, it's yeah. like everything's just it's just smaller. It just is, you know, and and we live in this neighborhood where like we live in a, a very, you know, a small house. But you walk up the street and like there's a house catty corner to us that j- was just sold for around six hundred thousand. There's like multimillion dollar mansions, like literally just up the road. It's the craziest oh thing. God. There's like tiny you know, like 900 square foot, two bedroom house next to giant mansion. It's, it's absolutely the weirdest zoning I've ever seen. Oh yeah. 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 Like some of the, some of the houses in Burbank and oh my uh, in gosh. Like Palm Springs, they're, they're incredible. Like we drove by, uh, Elvis or not was it Elvis's. Yeah. Elvis's honeymoon house. Ah. And it's, it's insane. It looks like a freaking spaceship. Wow. Because like it's uh it, it's like bowed out. It it has like a giant like bay window as one entire wall. It's a it's like a rounded ceiling, 
and they, they offered tours through it, but they were closed whenever we drove by. But huh. it was just kind of cool to see from the road. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but like every house in that neighborhood is uh, shielded by shrubs. You cannot see it from the road. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy what's back there, too. So, like, God bless uh, Google Satellite. I'm, like, addicted to looking at all the houses. I mean, uh, every time I drive every time I drive through our neighborhood, I'm like, I see a new mansion, and I'm like, jeez. And so sometimes I'll, like, go and look at our neighborhood and go, there's a house, there's a giant house. Like, you wouldn't think they'd have any room to build something like this, but there's a giant house with a like a six car garage and a pool house and a pool oh and God. tennis courts. I'm like, uh, you'd have no idea. It's back there because everything's hills. People yeah. were not meant to live on hills like this, but there's so <laughs> many, you have to walk 25 steps up to get into my house. You can even <laughs> see it from the road. It's absolutely crazy. I mean, it, it's it, the one good thing is we get so many Amazon deliveries, like porch pirates are, are a thing of the past. No one's going to, Oh, that's great. <laughs> a, no one can see it, but B, no one's even going to go to that much work. Like 25 yeah. steps. Forget this. Like, oh my gosh, it's crazy. It's an Xbox. I'm not walking up 20. <laughs> yeah. I can get anything delivered in its original packaging and no one would be the wiser. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. I'm like, there's so, there's too many hills, but, but you can use them to your, so rather than like plant big shrubs and stuff like that, you just build back on top of the hill. Whereas most houses like ours are built like on the hill in a dumb way. This, you know, you buy the whole lot and then you, yeah, the driveway goes up the hill, and then you live on a nice level mountaintop. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, but but you know we're 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 loving the city, all the options and stuff like that. It's uh, it's it's been pretty good. I'm hoping to get a job eventually. Right now, I'm doing the stay at home dad, uh, fun employment thing with uh, yeah. Declan. So well, here here's hoping it, it turns out well for you. Well, thank you. Do do you want to <laughs> do you want some uh, Seinfeld trivia? As long as we're getting to the end of the episode, and uh, yeah, might yeah, as well do more Seinfeld related stuff. Something Seinfeld related because oh, uh, right. that's probably why someone downloaded this episode. Possibly, possibly. Yeah, if you haven't listened to the other mini episodes, go on this whole journey with us. Um, here's something uh, interesting: the cast found themselves in a bizarre feud with Roseanne Barr and her then-husband, Tom Arnold, when Julia Louis-Dreyfus inadvertently parked in Tom Arnold's parking spot on the CBS lot where both shows were filmed. Oh, he, my God. He left a note on her windshield that read, How stupid are you? Move your fucking car, you asshole. Which, what? Yeah, which Tom <laughs> Arnold wrote that, which promoted the actress alongside Jason Alexander and Larry David to confront him. Uh, after their encounter, she later found a Polaroid of someone's butt left on her windshield and the C word written in soap. Jesus. Okay. Uh, Bar Roseanne then took the feud public, calling Julia Louis Dreyfus a bitch during an appearance on David Letterman's late night show. I, w- I would love to see that. I, we have to track down this uh, this YouTube clip of Roseanne calling Julia Louis Dreyfus a bitch. I want to know the context of how it came up. Um, she added derisively, "They think they're doing a Samuel Beckett instead of a sitcom." Whoa, a heady literary reference from Roseanne. Um, oh God. Okay. <laughs> as as quoted in Seinfeldia, which I think is like the you know the Seinfeld. Wikipedia. Uh, no, well, I think it's like I think it was an actual book. So oh, okay. uh, an encyclopedia, if I may use uh, an anachronism. Um, Ale- when Jason Alexander was asked about the comment, he replied, "I'm willing to bet that she has never read anything Beckett ever wrote," <laughs> which is <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> oh, God. Roasted. Roasted. Uh, yeah. So there's a little fun. I had I did not know about that. So that's some fun Seinfeld trivia about Roseanne. And, and little did we know what kind of person she was back then, you know? I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> you always wonder, like, did, are, are, is it just the access to 
information or like, you know, with, with some of these people, it's like, oh, were they always like this? You know, you like have to go back and, and sort of check and like, it, were we just not uh, paying attention? To some degree, it's always got to have been there, you know? Yeah, but, yeah. I guess that's true. It, but you you have a person like that and you give them uh, uh, like unlimited access to information via Twitter yeah. or, or uh, just their internet in the palm of their hands on their iPhone. And it's, it's not a good recipe. Yeah. Yeah. It, like, I guess comedians used to benefit from the non instant world, you know, like now you can instantly tweet something out and then the regret is instant as well, you know, yeah. and it's, and it's there forever. You know, it's like, you can't just say one thing on a stage and go, Oh boy, that did not play well. That didn't come out right. I have to rewrite this or just scrap it. You know, it's like you tweet it, tweet it out or, or you say it on a show and like it's worldwide news that second, you know? Yeah, really? Yeah. So, but, but you know, you know, then you did she go off the deep end? Did that person go off the deep end? We don't even have to make it about Roseanne or 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 were they always like this? And we just weren't, you know, we weren't paying attention or something. I just I just don't know. I, that's a rhetorical yeah. question. Oh, uh, one thing before we do uh, wrap this up yeah. uh, on the honeymoon, Grace, and I did the Warner Brothers studio yes. tour. Yes. And I, I didn't realize that Warner uh, films pretty much every CBS show. Really? Uh, pretty much, yeah. And so we saw the stage where the Big Bang Theory was um, filmed. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't we didn't go inside. We saw the outside and the <laughs> plaque on the outside of the building. But we did uh, drive by uh, the writer's bungalows and the writer's offices. <laughs> and our tour guide was like, and coming up on the left, you're going to see a very famous building. This is where Chuck Lorre works. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> Me- meanwhile, like uh, Grace is there to see like the Friends set. And they actually have a Central Park Cafe there, yeah. which is really cool. And I'm wearing my Seinfeld shirt just because, yeah, it's also a TV show. <laughs> and uh warner filmed nothing for seinfeld so oh. it, it was it was kind of funny uh, <laughs> i'm wearing my seinfeld shirt and they're like oh yeah that's that's also a good show i'm like thanks <laughs> <laughs> oh they, they like referenced it a little bit yeah uh. the, the tour guide was like uh to grace he's like oh i love your shirt because uh she had um rachel's girls shirt from friends i don't know if you know the reference uh, but it's just like one shirt that she wears in like one episode. Uh, and I have like my just Seinfeld logo <laughs> shirt. And then he looks at me and he's like, oh, I, I like yours, too. I'm like, thanks. At least you picked a side, though. I feel like that's like Kenneth the Page who just loves TV. You know, like that's the that was because oh, yeah, yeah. people like to pit friends and Seinfeld against each other as far as like, uh, you know, what's the best of all time or the best oh, of the yeah. 90s or whatever. I mean, it's no contest because it's definitely Seinfeld. Uh, uh-huh. But, uh, you know, I, I feel like you were almost there, like under protest, like my friend's loving wife brought me to this. And this is my silent <laughs> protest <laughs> to let you all know <laughs> which side I'm on. <laughs> all right. So I guess that's it. We're headed to Ikea today. What are you uh, what are you up to? Uh, we're going to go get brunch nice. and uh, probably just chill, honestly. Uh, nice. We already finished season three of Big Mouth, so we might rewatch it. Sweet. And, you know, I mentioned I have Kenneth the Page on my brain because without being able to watch Seinfeld or anything like that, I, I started randomly 30 Rock on Hulu again. Just oh, really? I was like, I need something to watch. And then I is it good? Oh, my gosh. I forgot okay. how good it was. It, I was it's like been on my list for so long, but I, I just never have had the uh commitment to like sit down and, like okay like what is it? it's like six or seven seasons right yeah yeah 
I'm like, I, okay, yeah, I'm just going to watch it all right now. You once know? I started it up again, and I haven't really watched it. I mean, I, maybe there were reruns on somewhere. Like, I feel like Comedy Central might have had those for a while or something. But oh, yeah. I, once I started it up again, I was like, this show was good instantly. And it's so I, – I, I watched, like, the first season basically all in one night. It was crazy. I was like, I got to keep watching this. It's insane. Yeah, it's it's very you know, funny. that out because I've been kind of in a show hole lately. Yeah. I, I've got some things on Netflix I, I need to watch. But uh, nothing that I'm just like jumping to watch, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to get back on the Seinfeld swing of things soon. Now that we got this all worked out. Yeah, this is awesome. (laughs) Again, if you're listening to this, uh, let us know how this sounds quality wise. Uh, Send us a tweet or a DM at no hugging or send us an email. No hugging, no learning show at gmail.com. I'll put both of those links in the description. Um, and we, we've got season five coming up soon. Oh, yeah. All right. For No Hugging, No Learning, I'm Tim Murphy. I'm Ted Hallwell. Be good. Be good.